Welcome to Health with Hashimoto's, a podcast for you if you are diagnosed with Hashimoto's, wondering if you might have thyroid problems, or you're at risk for this autoimmune issue because of genetics. Exhausted and overwhelmed, you long to feel like yourself again, but you don't know where to start. Welcome to the Exhausted Mom's Path to Whole Health. Hi, I'm Esther. I am a registered nurse, and after 17 years in emergency departments around the country, I grew fed up by the system that only looks at symptoms and slaps short-term band-aids on problems instead of helping people truly discover how to reclaim their health. I went back to school for holistic health, and I am here to help you discover your next step on your journey to whole health. Whole health is made up of body, mind, spirit, diet, and environment. Changes can be made in any of these areas to help you create better health. Each episode of this podcast will provide simple and true tips so that you could take action immediately. Let's dive in to today's topic. Today, I am answering three listener questions. They're really good questions. They're really getting to, does this apply to me? You're talking about Hashimoto's, but does this apply to me? Here are the three questions. Number one, my thyroid has been removed do I still need to worry about Hashimoto's? Number two, I've had thyroid cancer. How are thyroid cancer and Hashimoto's related? Are they or are they not? And number three, I have a different autoimmune condition. Do these things that you're talking about regarding Hashimoto's still apply to me? I love all three of these questions because they really show that you are taking control of your own health. You are interested and you're trying to figure out what can I do for myself? I love that. Keep on doing that. You are your own CEO for your health. Nobody else can do it for you. I love that you are asking these questions. And if you personally have a question and it's not answered here, send a message to me over on Instagram You can find me at esthery.rn and ask me your question. I will answer it on a future podcast episode. I am working on my new website, healthwithhashimotos.com. It's in progress. Once I finish, you will be able to submit questions right there on the website. Uh, I am recording this September 2022, so hopefully... By the time you listen or within the next couple of months, that will be up and running, make it super user-friendly for you. All right, so let's tackle these questions. Number one, my thyroid has already been removed. Do I need to worry about Hashimoto's? Do I need to take all of these things into consideration? And my answer is yes, you do. Because we need to figure out why your thyroid was removed. Yes, it's removed. Yes, you're probably on lifelong medications. You're taking things to mimic your thyroid. But why was your thyroid removed? If your thyroid thyroid gland was removed because of Hashimoto's thyroiditis, that means your immune system was going a little haywire and attacking your thyroid gland. If your thyroid is no longer there, your immune system is most likely going to continue to be dysregulated and it's going to attack something else in your body. So yes, you definitely still need to look at the root causes. You need to figure out why is your immune system going haywire? Why was it attacking yourself? What can you do to help your immune system function the way it's supposed to. So if your thyroid gland is already removed, yes, you still need to follow this podcast and implement the tips that I have for you for your root cause. 
Side note, I say root. My family says root. I don't know how you say it. I hope I don't annoy you every single time I say it because it's a word that comes up frequently on this podcast. All right. Question number two was how are thyroid cancer and Hashimoto's related or are they? And I got this answer from a website. It is a website dedicated to researching health problems. And so I really think that it's a, it's a very good answer founded in facts. And this is what they said. This is from health match. They said, scientists have long recognized the link between thyroid cancer and autoimmune thyroid disease, especially one specific type of thyroid cancer called papillary thyroid cancer. I think there's five different types of thyroid cancer. Um, They went on to say, researchers has found that the risk of developing thyroid cancer is significantly higher for people diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease. A study found that within the first three years of Hashimoto's diagnosis, the rate of thyroid cancer among patients was 30 per 1,000 people. People who have not been diagnosed with Hashimoto's have less than one out of 1,000. They go on to say, um, evidence supports the relationship between chronic inflammation and cancer development. And then they talked about other types of chronic inflammation, other places in the body, and how that increases the cancer risk for those places in the body. So that goes back to the previous episode I did about what can I take for my autoimmune condition? What can I take for Hashimoto's? And we talked about calming down the inflammation in your whole body, activating that NRF2 pathway to decrease the rusting of your cells or the browning. If you want to look at it like a banana or apple, we talked about how to help your cells be healthier. So I thought that was a really good question. So the, the definite answer is there appears to be a very strong correlation between thyroid cancer and Hashimoto's. The third question was, well, I have a different autoimmune disease. Do these things still apply to me? And I'm going to say most of them. Hashimoto's is an autoimmune condition and your autoimmune disease is named after what is being attacked by your body. But the problem is the misregulated auto or the misregulated immune system. Your immune system is attacking something. So within every single autoimmune disease, we need to address the immune system. So can the things I talked to you about on this podcast help if you have a different autoimmune disease? Absolutely. Is every single one going to apply? Probably not. Are most of them? Most likely. So it is up to you to use your own discernment and figure out, does this episode apply to me? Like I said, you are the CEO of your own healthcare. I want you to take the reins. I'm giving you tools, but you get to figure out how does this work for me? That's your job. All of us need to do that for ourselves. Nobody else can or should do it for us. We should not be letting our doctors have 100% say in what happens in our health. Now, back in, was it the 40s, 50s, when you went to the hospital to give birth, they were in control. You gave birth and then you like laid in bed and you didn't even see your baby, right? They took it to the nursery. Well, that's ridiculous. And we know that now. And thankfully, we are taking back control of our healthcare. But some of that, that mindset about my doctor is God, it has persisted. I'm sorry, but your doctor is not God. 
Your doctor doesn't know everything about you. Your doctor doesn't know the things outside of the clinic or the hospital that are um, impacting your health. And they only have a very short time with you. Insurance companies have made it so that doctors cannot spend time with their patients. Doctors aren't any happier about it than you are. It's insurance companies. However, that means that you have to be more proactive because your doctor doesn't know everything, doesn't know everything about you, doesn't know everything about your condition, doesn't know everything about medicine. They're specialized. And if you ask your doctor about, like, let's say, nutrition related to something, they might not know because they did not get very much training in that in med school. And again, it's not the doctor's fault. It's the system. I'm I'm really good friends with a whole lot of doctors and I really respect what they do, but I am not going to place them on a pedestal and call them God. And I am not going to give them autonomy out of my care. No, I am the patient. I am going to take control of my health and I hope you do that as well. So as far as autoimmune diseases and the root causes in future episodes, we're going to talk about the eight different root causes of Hashimoto's. Most of these apply to other autoimmune conditions as well. Let me go over those eight. Number one, we're going to talk about stress. I might devote a couple podcast episodes to stress because there's a lot we could talk about. Number two, low vitamin D levels. Number three, hormone changes. This could be pregnancy, menopause. It could be a whole lot of things. Number four, food reactions. This could be gluten, dairy, soy, leaky gut. Number five, environmental chemicals, things like pesticides or endocrine disruptors. Number six, blood sugar, both really high and low. Number seven, iodine. Now, this is the one that I'm going to say, I don't know if it's related to other autoimmune conditions or not, because iodine is what your thyroid gland needs to create thyroid. So I do not know about number seven and other autoimmune diseases. And then number eight is infections of any kind. This could be bacterial, parasitic, mold, virus. It could be a whole lot of things. We're going to tackle those in future episodes, but most of them will apply to you if you have another autoimmune disease. And like I have said before, a lot of times after you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis, your immune system will move on and it will start to attack something else within a decade Most people who have one autoimmune disease also have another, unfortunately. So I hope these have been helpful answering these other questions. Again, if you have a question, please head over to Instagram at esthery.rn and ask me a question. You can also find me on Facebook. I have a page and it is called The Whole You Nurse. Look for the little flower, the five colored flower of my logo, and you will know that you have the right Facebook page. I will let you know that it's harder to find those messages on the Facebook page than Instagram. So if you want me to see it right away, head over to Instagram. I'll see you in the next episode. Hey friend, I hope you loved today's episode. If you want to continue on a path to health, come join my program, Abundant Energy for the Weary Mom, where you will cut through the overwhelming information and follow a simple and sustainable path toward health. With support and encouragement, you will work in a strategic order to gain fast results that stick so that you can experience each day fully and make a positive impact on your family and everyone you encounter. Please help others find this show by rating and reviewing it in your podcast app or by sharing a screenshot of today's episode in your social media stories. Be sure to tag me on Instagram. You can find me at estherwhy.rn. 
This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional. 